Okay, good afternoon and welcome to the Nook Academy podcast. And today I am joined by Annie Daw and Mia from uh, RE, RS, excuse me, RS. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today we are going to explore the idea of um, using the appropriate pronouns for um, gender identification. So just to clarify, ladies, um, to start off with, let's just underline what do we mean by the term pronoun. Um, so a pronoun is uh, a noun that we would use to describe or address a person. For example, if you're talking to somebody who identifies as male, you would use the pronouns he, him, his. For female, you would use she, her, hers. And for somebody who's non-binary or perhaps gender fluid, you might use uh, they, them or theirs. What do we mean by gender fluid? Gender fluid is somebody who does uh, not consistently identify with any gender. Um, and, and just to talk about that, like one of the what pronouns we use, uh, the pronouns we use um, are an expression of gender and how we feel about ourselves. So students, you might have felt this a lot with, say, Kiss and Wacky Stage 3 students, they might be asking us to use different pronouns um, than what maybe biologically their gender may suggest to us. Um, and the correct use of pronouns and the reason our students are saying this is just to be more comfortable, really. I try and get across to the students that um, if they call me Mr. Door, I'm not, I'm Ms. Door, and I actually wouldn't like it, even if they thought I was Mr. So it's about even whether it's not something that they can grab onto other students, it's about respecting that person and what they wish. So if I changed names and got married, um, you know, I'd be Miss Whoever. I'd want to now be called that name and it would be a respect, respectful thing to, to do. So regarding this area, if you like, um, it's it has, for me, and I think for a lot of people, starting to become quite big, quite complicated. Yeah. And when we talk about LGBTQ, I'm quite au fait with what that refers to. But now we've started to refer to it as LGBTQIA+. So, Maya, what, what, what do we mean by that, that end bit? So, um, the LGBTQIA plus community refers to anybody who is not cisgendered, so somebody who is not uh, conforming to the gender that they were assigned at birth. So, mm -hmm. at birth, you get assigned male or female. Anybody who doesn't um, feel that they fit with that gender or anybody who's not heterosexual, so um, a man attracted to a woman or a woman attracted to a man. And um, because that covers such a diverse range of things nowadays mm. because gender is something that is part of our um, expression mm. um, rather than something that's biological mm. it covers um, such a broad array of things so that plus at the end is just really just trying to encompass everybody and make sure that everybody's included including sex and gender so people who are agender so people who don't identify with the mm. gender spectrum at all so people who want to stay away from that people who have multiple genders or people who are just questioning their gender and sexuality generally I also think it's important to note, because when we talked about this and I was saying to my parents who are in their 60s about the, the Q standing for queer, they were quite taken back because for them mm. and their generation, they were taught that was a slur and that was mm -hmm. negative. Yeah. You just, you don't use it. Whereas people are using it nowadays. And I think the, the um, LGBTQ plus community is very good at taking what used to be a slur 
and kind of owning it. So that word is is okay to use. It's it's non-offensive. So another example of that is the word uh, fruity. That's something that's quite oh, a lot right. of people use now to describe somebody who's, okay. fruity, somebody who's fruity. And that actually comes from a slur originally calling somebody a fruitcake. Oh, okay, yeah. But some they've kind of taken that on as saying somebody who's quite fruity is somebody who's, you know, maybe a bit camp or something like that, reclaiming that slur. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So when we look at um, this, it's quite difficult because we often get that um, gender and um, sexuality. Sexuality, yeah. There's that confusion isn't mm. there, between gender and sexuality. So what's when we're looking at this area? What is the difference? What would be the difference? Just what we need to yeah. understand. So your sex is something that is biological, but a lot of people think that that's based on um, what genitalia you were born with, but it's actually to do with your DNA and your chromosomes. And recently we've discovered that your chromosomes are not as simple as XX or XY Mm. identifying if you're a boy or a girl. Um, There can be different sets of pronouns, not pronouns, um, chromosomes. Mm. For example, XXX or XYY um, giving way to other genders. So it would be impossible to accurately determine somebody's sex based on their biology hence why we have gender which makes it easier for us to identify people based on the stereotypes about what we think it means to be more masculine or more feminine so your gender identity is how you present to people as more masculine feminine or perhaps androgynous neither if you're identifying as female Mm -hmm. and your birth sex is Mm -hmm. male i'll put it that way Mm -hmm that doesn't necessarily then coincide that you are homosexual or heterosexual either, does it? No, so your sexuality and your gender are are completely different things. um, There comes a question as to how to identify people's sexuality based on their gender, but it's just whatever people feel most comfortable with, really. What we teach in Year 9, we're teaching a unit on prejudice and discrimination, and one of those was about uh, transphobia. So one of the things that we talked to the students was within Christianity in Genesis, when God creates light and dark, he calls the the light day and the dark night. We say to the students, is there anything in between? So it doesn't just go nighttime, daytime, daytime, nighttime. We have a dusk and we have a dawn. Mm -hmm. And so we talked to the students about within that set gender of male and female, we've got everything created in between. And that's one of our reasons as why Christians would be, you know, not transphobic. I think the one I struggle with, and I don't know whether I'm... I don't want to speak for everybody, but I think the one I struggle with the most is I do get the um, the concept of identifying as um, different from your birth sex, mm. if you like, or birth gender. I don't get the they very well. I struggle with that concept of not having any gender at all. Yeah, I think it's important to know, and, and I know Maya will talk on this, that this community has always existed and it's always been recognised in society and culture but people are now one feel that they're confident enough to say who they are and how they define themselves and two we've got I feel we've got the vocabulary more to be able to express ourselves mm-hmm. yeah. but they and them um, I think it really just comes down to um, the way that somebody feels that their gender impacts them on their, their life for example mm. I would say that, that I am a female but people who are more feminine presenting they them would say that their gender stereotypes doesn't actually fit how they feel and who they are on the inside so they'd want to reject those norms of femininity i suppose Mm. Mm. so mm, i was just thinking for students who i can think of a student who 
is in our school that looks very feminine and but uses them and they because it's their rejection of that femininity because they don't feel feminine mm. and that's why the they and them come from yeah absolutely and i think it's something that again because it's such an individual thing i don't feel that it's something that affects me but it affects mm others as mm. well it's a, a spectrum of and it's a reflection of how people feel mm. and actually when it comes down to teaching and this is one of the things that we'll, we want to talk about in the breakfast forum as practitioners and as members of staff in the school um, not only do we want to be able to understand it but obviously we just want to be able to encourage students to be who they are mm. and in our environment classroom environment wherever that be on the corridor just for them to feel very accepted and I, and I do think um, from my own research, and I, I think if you'd asked me this time last year, I'd still probably been a bit confused about it all. Um, but as it's coming out more in social media and people are having a platform to talk about it, it's just we as humans need to just start to amalgamate that into our normal everyday practice. Mm, absolutely. And it's, it's, you say it's about adapting to that modern classroom because yeah. I think when I started teaching, which is um, 21, 22 years ago, you're not old enough. I know, I don't look it. <laughs> I think that, um, obviously, this isn't a new thing. There must have been students within my school that struggled with that identity but didn't have that safe environment to be able to share that. And now it seems to me that we've got so many more students that are brave enough, if you like, to be able to say, I don't identify as my birth gender. Well, we found that because we have a club at lunchtime, which is the LGBTQIA safe space. And whilst it's great that we've got it, it's actually not great because we want everywhere to be a safe space. Mm, and that's absolutely. The future. But the, if anyone ever comes along, because the whole thing is any human being is welcome in that space. Mm -hmm. But the students that we've got, we've, I don't know how you feel, but I'm, I'm with Key Stage 4 students. Like, they celebrate. They when we put up the posters around school, they cheered and clapped because mm. they felt like they, they were being recognised. And they share with me and they share with each other these videos and these amazing it's very inspirational validating. people. Very validating. And and they can just be in a space where they can talk freely and openly, and no one's giving them an eye. No one's, you know, whispering or no one's. It, there, there's no fear. Mm. And I think when we've got that society, you see you see so much more. The students say, mm. it's just amazing. Even mm. that they've used the board at lunchtime and they draw all over it and their way of expressing themselves, very arty, love it. Their way of expressing themselves in poetry. We've had students write poetry down and, and letters down and, and drawing anime and they're really just starting to mark their shell. And it's students you maybe wouldn't expect. So if mm. you think about that and teaching and learning, these students who do feel more accepted by the teaching staff who set the precedent. They are precedent. They are them showing that they're, they're being better yeah. in lessons. Yeah. Their mm -hmm. outcome, I don't know, for our rest, and we know how yeah. to identify. They feel more comfortable to be able to say yeah. things. And that's not up. even just in terms of um, subjects like prejudice no. and discrimination. No, it all. covers all topics. When you include everybody and you make your classroom a safe space, mm. it means that everybody feels safe to be able to yeah. say anything. In maths, in science, yeah. in art, in any subject, you're going to have pupil buying, better engagement, better progress, because students are going to be able to. It's just like, if something sad was going on in our lives, we need to talk to someone about it. I'm mm. not saying Absolutely. this is the sadness for people, but it's something that if they don't feel accepted, they kind yeah. of just shut down a yeah, little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you want to consider what we mean by transgender as Absolutely, well? Absolutely, yeah. So that's 
that can be very different, can't it? Mm. So it'd be very good to clear that up that that students that, you know, what do we mean by transgender? Yeah, so um, for a long time, again, about uh, reclaiming those, so there's been a bit of confusion about um, the difference between people who are transgender and people who are transsexual. Mm-hmm. So it's important to distinguish then the difference between sex and gender, saying that sex is something that is biological. You have some people who do not identify with the sex that they were assigned at birth, and those people would be transsexual. So um, you um, might have somebody who was assigned male at birth, but studies have actually shown that um, a trans woman, so somebody who feels that they are a woman, mm-hmm. um, their brains are actually closer to that of a female brain. Really? Obviously, men and women have different brains. They yeah, have yeah. different parts of their brains that are more engaged. Um, people who are trans, their brains actually fit more with the gender that they feel that they are. That they weren't assigned uh, at birth. That they weren't yeah. assigned at birth, absolutely. So it is li- quite literally like being born in the wrong yeah. body. Um, you have people who are intersex, so people who exhibit both um, male and female body parts. A friend of mine growing up, um, he was born um, assigned male at birth, mm. but when he hit puberty, he started developing breast tissue. He was intersex. Um, and people who are intersex, it's actually as common as people with ginger hair. because about 1.7% of the population. Wow. So it's not as uncommon as we think it is. Um, and then gender, again, comes back to the idea of um, the way you express yourselves in terms of masculinity and femininity. Mm. Um, transgender is anybody who doesn't um, fit that cisgendered or uh, the gender that they were assigned at birth. Um, so somebody might use the term AFAB, assigned female at birth. Right. Um, but you also have people who are non-binary, so people who exist outside of that spectrum in- entirely. So if you think of gender and sex on that spectrum of masculine to feminine, male to female body parts, people who are non-binary exist completely outside of that. They do not identify with that spectrum at all. Then you have people who are gender fluid, who, and they will tell you most of the time if their pronouns are, if they feel more masculine that day or if they feel more feminine or neither that day. Um, they will tell you before um, if it, you have a lesson and they do mm. open up to you mm. about if they're gender fluid. Yeah. They'll ask, can I tell you my pronouns before the lesson starts? Okay, yeah. I suppose we need to separate the fact that <coughs> students using pronouns in <coughs> classes or different names is something that we can control and we mm. can talk about, but we shouldn't even be talking about student sexuality yeah you know anyway not that they would ever ask us so just to be clear they are they're two separate things and gender is something that we can be supportive on mm. um yeah and i and i appreciate and i'm listening to as may talked as, and some of this is going to be quite confusing or overwhelming for people mm. and i think that um stonewall the website is yeah, so informative uh, a lot of i've what we've learn is is from there i think understanding it as well um world health organization oh, is yeah, quite yeah. a useful one yeah. as well for understanding difference between sex and gender That's there is a lot of um there is a lot of new language coming through yeah. and uh, you've used the word cisgender quite a lot tonight mm. so do you want to yeah. just explain to anybody who's not familiar with that yeah word? of course so cisgender is somebody who is comfortable with the gender they were assigned at birth so i was assigned female at birth and i am female so therefore i'm cisgendered um, but unfortunately, there are some people, which is why we need the safe space, mm. um, uh, people who um, in, intentionally or not yeah, misgender no, students, and it does people's, actually people's. have an effect mm, on massive. them. Mm. And the, the things that they, they write on post-it notes on Rosevis for safeguarding, um, 
is quite distressing to read. And also what's important and that we talk about this today, because this really does have an effect on like achievement, yeah. student attainment, doesn't yeah. it? So what kind of effects inadvertently most of the time? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think anybody goes out of their way to, to have this effect. No, no, but no. what kind of effects are we having on students when we're not embracing or supporting yeah. that that identification? Um this is from research, not from my own experience, and obviously from, from looking at pupil voices, the idea of feeling shameful. Uh, shame is like a monster, it grows in the dark, and the less you talk about it, the bigger it grows. Um, feeling isolated and withdrawn, um, embarrassed, low self-esteem, very self-critical. And if you have a student walking into a classroom like that, that's very hard to engage. And that's very hard um, as they walk through the day, don't they, with their different six mm. periods. But I think it's really important that we stress to all of our staff that if you make a mistake, it's not a problem. You just yeah. end up to it straight away. 100%. Like I've, yeah. I've done it. I was talking about Demi Lovato the other day and they uh, use they, them pronouns. And I, I kept mis, mispronouning misgendering. Demi. Misgendering yeah, Demi. There and there you go, straight away. And um, I was like, oh, God. Um, that's my mistake and mm. I think when you do that the students realize that it's massively okay because yeah. when no one's perfect and it is it yeah. is quite confusing especially when things change um but more than one in four so that's 27 percent of, of trans young people this is quite triggering this this bit that have attempted to commit suicide mm. so we have got that severe impact on mental health but then how that mental health then affects uh, impacts our attainment and really the future doors and, you know, what they can open when they're, when they're older and yeah. places they can go. And also, I think we have, what I find quite interesting is that, because um, Evie's best friend is um, transgender mm -hmm. and is at present transitioning biologically, um, not biologically, like medically, if you like. Yeah. yeah. And she's now started, he, she's now started the treatment to become fully female, if that's the term that you want yeah. to use. Yeah. And... Um, but she was telling me the other day that a lot of young people go through this transition mm -hmm. and then they realise that they're no happier than either. So it's quite a difficult, not only is it difficult to transition from male, male to female, but then when you get to male to, when you get to that female and you think, oh, your prayers are answered and they're not. Yes, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's a huge area, isn't it? It's of, a difficult time for regarding students. Regarding mental health. It's a difficult time for students anyway because mm. they're going through, they are still discovering their identity and um, really, the the best thing that we could do is just help them feel validated and help mm. them feel like they are welcome and they are encouraged to explore their identity and see what feels most comfortable for them. Mm. Um, phrases, um, the another way we can help is using um, more inclusive phrases. So like, hello everyone, good morning everyone, mm. rather than hello ladies, hello gentlemen. I'm terrible for that and I don't mean it. Yeah, and me I often well. have to say to... Like, um, there's a student who has identifies as male, but has female students. So yeah. when they walk past me, I always say hi, ladies, and yeah. then I have to then correct myself. Go, yeah, oh, yeah. and so and so. <laughs> I have to say, oh, and you as well. And they, but it's like you know. Yeah, but that's fine. That's like, what we used to say. You're correcting yourself. Like, I do correct myself. The, yeah. The, you're making that effort to include people and acknowledge that they are not female. Mm. Yeah. So you're still making that effort, and that's really the important thing, you, even you, if you get it wrong. Yeah, using words like humans and people and just in general, they're generic terms. That, I know it sounds silly, but it could just be one little thing that, mm, that actually makes a difference. Mm. Um, we've shared place, two places. We're thinking Stonewall's a good website, yeah. WHO. Um, 
And then have you, you've done some reading that... Yeah, 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 I've got some reading. Um, so there's a book called Tomorrow Will Be Different by Sarah McBride, and she's the first openly transgender senator, an American senator, mm. um, sharing her story and her experiences with um, with being transgender. And then there's a book called Beyond the Gender Binary by, um, and I'm really sorry, I, I cannot pronounce his name. Um, it's Alok Vaidmenon. Mm. Um, it's a collection of short stories from transgender people, um, again, just explaining their experience. And I think it's really helpful um, just to actually read from people's personal experiences to get some kind of understanding mm. of them and what they do experience day in day out and how that actually feels yeah. to be transgender mm-hmm. and then make those small change in the classrooms mm. to make people feel more included yeah yeah for sure brilliant thank you ladies so much for tonight that's really interesting and i think that's cleared up quite a lot of um not misunderstandings but it's, it, i didn't realize it was such a broad area to talk mm. about we could be here for hours i think mm. it's very interesting um but you'll Talk to us more at the breakfast forum, yeah, you, yeah. which is on Absolutely. Friday. And then we'll, we'll share that research and share that um, yeah. knowledge as well for those for sure. that can't make. I think the key thing is, as well, as much as I love your safe space, is to be able to make the whole school 100%. a safe space. Yeah. I think that's what we're working that's towards. We so thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. I'll speak to you soon.